Welcome to the Road to 7 podcast, guiding and supporting entrepreneurs along their road to seven figures and beyond. Here's your host, Sheila Cummins. Welcome back to the Road to 7. My name is Sheila Cummins and it is an honor to join you on your journey to seven figures and beyond. We love meeting women entrepreneurs wherever they are and help guide and support them to where it is that they want to be. Today, we are going to be focusing in on the barriers to business growth. And if you think we're going to be talking sales strategy or marketing funnels today, my friend, you need to be listening. Today, we are going to be focusing on the mindset because so often it's not the outside structures and systems that are stalling your business growth. It's, drumroll please, you. The one statistic that never ceases to amaze me is the concept that 20% of your success comes from the systems and structures that you put into your business. And 80% of your success comes from you and your mindset and what you bring to the table. The reality is, though, I would suggest that we spend more than 80% focusing in and dwelling on and analyzing all the systems and structures. What's my marketing funnel? What does my lead generation look like? What's my sales process? Honing my sales conversation, fine-tuning the messaging, which is all important when it comes to growing your business. But we spend less than 20% on that which is going to have the most amount of impact. So my hope is that today you have a little bit of space around you so that you can either stop and start this podcast to ponder what I'm saying in the moment, or you can listen and then take some time to go away and digest the seven barriers that I'm going to be sharing today and identifying which one is yours. Because we all have our own barriers or various varying degrees of the barriers that I'm going to be sharing today. And when you can see that barrier and look at it through a judgment-free lens and just see it for what it is, it's not good, it's not bad, it just is, then there's a massive opportunity for you to do the inside work to help you overcome that barrier so you can start making that impossible result very possible through a series of power moves. This work is the inside job and the only way we can focus on the inside is to get quiet. And so when we give ourselves the gift of a quiet time every day or a meditative practice or a journaling something or something where you can be introspective and see and understand what's going on within you and how the stories that you're telling yourself is impacting the decisions that we make then that is where the gold lies when it comes to business growth. Now, don't get me wrong. We're going to be talking sales. We're going to be talking marketing. We're going to be talking HR, finances, money in the upcoming episodes of The Road to Seven. But this one, this one, my friend, is all about you. And so I hope that you'll step in and give yourself the gift of time and space and quiet to really digest and see where some opportunities are sitting for you to start shifting the stories that you're telling yourself so that you can take some different actions. If you haven't already, please download the worksheet. You'll find the link in the show notes below this podcast. 
there is a worksheet for you to fill in and take notes on and that you can then take and pin to your bulletin board or whiteboard or to your wall so that you can, over the next little bit, be watching and monitoring yourself and observing your behaviors. What we're looking for is triggers where these barriers may come up. I'm about to start talking about money. So we want to start noticing where you get triggered when it comes to money. And we observe from a place of no judgment. We just notice it. And is the the resulting action of that trigger one that's serving you? Or do we want to start shifting the actions that we take in that moment? So that is where the big opportunity within this episode is going to sit for you. It's the after work. And I would love, love to hear what comes up for you. Down in the comment section, please leave us a comment or come and join us in the Women of Action Facebook group where we are talking about this mindset. We are talking about the barriers and we are sharing strategies and solutions that we have for overcoming them so that as a collective, as a sisterhood, as a group, we can band together and help each other rise up. All right, barrier number one. I've been in this business for a long time, my friends. It's actually been, if you can believe it, because I don't know how I can have been in business for 10 years if I'm only 29, but it's been a decade that I've been working and training and teaching and coaching and consulting with women entrepreneurs to grow their business. And over the 10 years, I have noticed not only in my women, but in myself too, that the number one barrier is the relationship that we have with money. We give all our power to money, whereas money is really just an energy that we can be using to fuel decisions. We think about money being this finite entity within our business. There's only a certain amount that we get to have or that we get to spend or that we get to invest or that we get to pay ourselves. And because we think of it as being finite, It shifts us into that place of scarcity that there's never going to be enough. So there's never going to be enough to hire that team member. There's never going to be enough to pay ourselves what it is that we want. I'm always going to be in debt when it comes to my money. I can't afford to sign up for any program. The thing about money is it's completely infinite. Money is an energy that you get to welcome into your life from a place of abundance. And right now you may be sitting there wanting to press pause on the podcast as you roll your eyes and go, Sheila, are you effing serious? Are we seriously going to tell me that the money that's sitting in my bank account is not real and it's just an energy? Because I don't know about you, but all I see is numbers in my bank account and they don't add up to the amount that I want. Well, listen, I'm not going to dispute that fact with you. It's very possible that the money that you need right in this moment today is not sitting in your bank account. Where I'm going to challenge you and where I'm going to push you is to notice that the money that you want and need is all around you, but it's the actions that you're going to take that's going to dictate whether you are going to receive it or not. It's that straightforward. And time and time and time again, I have noticed that I've had my back up against the wall and I didn't have enough money for whatever it was. But yet somehow at the 11th hour, that money showed up when I stopped fighting for it. And I started noticing 
what opportunities were around me to be able to go and find and receive that money. Money is not finite, but you know what we also treat as finite or as infinite is our time. Ladies, we have this backwards. We try and jam so much into our day and set these completely unrealistic expectations of what we're able to achieve in one day. Time is finite. You only get 24 hours in a day, no matter how hard you're working, no matter how many times you've tried to add that extra hour into the day, it just isn't there. So if we can shift a little bit of our thinking about how we're spending our time and what we're doing to receive money and how we're welcoming money, then there's a massive opportunity in there for business growth. That does not mean that we spend money that's not sitting in our accounts. It does not mean we open up new credit cards in order to be able to grow a business. It does mean that we can make powerful decisions when you take the action that's going to generate the revenue that it is that you need. So barrier number one, money. Reclaim your control over it. Easiest way to do that is to clean up your finances. Figure out who you owe money to. Let's do a state of the union and actually write out every single one of your bank accounts and credit cards and people who've loaned you money and institutions that you need to be paying back. And let's see it for what it is. Because no matter what it is, my friends, we can deal with that. There is always a solution. But it is really hard to make a solution or to find a solution when we keep money as this abstract, fearful entity by burying our heads in the sands and not knowing our numbers. Every single morning, go look at your bank account and express the gratitude for the money that is sitting there. Because that is a result of your hard work. You are the one who were able to help somebody else achieve what it is that they needed and they paid you. They paid you to solve that problem. You made that happen. Well, if you need money, my friends, you can go make that happen for other people too. So barrier number one, money being finite. It's not. It's infinite. We just need to be taking action to be welcoming it into our worlds. The second one, how we use our time. You are going to burn out if you are not taking care of yourself. You are the most valuable entity and commodity that you have in your business. It's you. If you are not sleeping at night, if you are not moving your body regularly, if you are not fueling yourself with healthy, nutritious food that's going to help you show up in a place of peak performance, then that impact is going to translate into your business. You can absolutely sustain that survival mode for a specific period of time. But I'm going to tell you, no matter how strong you are, no matter how much of a superman you are, there is going to come a time where it's going to come crashing down if you are not taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself includes several different entities. It means obviously taking care of your physical body, for sure. And if you're not finding the time, then we need to understand why you keep sabotaging your own health for your business. Your clients are not more important than you. You showing up at your best is more important for your clients. 
We also need to be taking care of our mental health. And if you're not giving yourself brain breaks throughout your day, and you're just scheduling yourself back to back from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, then you don't have space or time to be able to renew or refuel or put yourself back together so that you can bring your A game the next day. We also need to be taking care of ourselves emotionally. And the best way to do that is to connect with other people. And I'm talking about real people. Social media is a great connector of people, but it gives you a very limited human connection with others. And so if scrolling through Facebook and liking people's posts or scrolling through Instagram and tapping that heart button is your human connection, then we need to turn off social media for you and help you come up with situations regularly where you can actually eyeball to eyeball and heart to heart with somebody else in real life in the flesh. (laughs) It's as simple as that. We also need to take care of your spiritual health. What are you doing to replenish or reconnect with who you are as a person? Where your power is sitting? Do you meditate? Do you journal? Do you reconnect with yourself in nature? Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we're having regular opportunities to reconnect with yourself. You know, one of the hardest things that I notice for my clients and for myself too, actually, is to give yourself the gift of five minutes of nothing time. Now, notice I'm not asking for 60 minutes or an hour and a half of sitting there, you know, saying "Om" with your fingers on your knees. We're talking about a five minute brain break or a 10 minute just sitting and being and listening to your breath. That is so hard because we put so much value onto the need to be working as hard as possible. But the reality is, if you want to grow, you actually have to work less. When you are working, we just need to be more strategic with what it is that you're doing. So money and time are our biggest two barriers to business growth. And when you can shift to that place of abundance and shift to that place of prioritizing your self-care, you're going to see that we can move mountains. The third thing that I notice or the third biggest barrier is that we don't like being uncomfortable. We love the status quo. We love keeping things exactly as they are. And we go to great lengths to keep comfort at bay. We may drink discomfort away. We may shop discomfort away. We may smoke discomfort away or eat it away or have sex to keep it away. We all have our own modalities or coping mechanisms of making sure that we don't feel too uncomfortable for very long. As women, we are hardwired for security and safety. Neurologically, that's what our brain is forever seeking. And yet when we are business owners, we are working in a high risk environment. There are mechanisms we can put in place to create some safety and security for you. Absolutely. But there is always going to be an element of risk, especially when we're growing. That learning and that growth is going to come from a place of discomfort. And so we have to accept that that is going to be a part of how we move forward. And getting okay and getting more comfortable with discomfort is going to be an important piece for you. And how do we anchor that? Back into what we were talking about before, where we take good care of your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual health. So money, number one, time, number two, 
trying not to feel discomfort. Number three, number four, the biggest barrier to growth that I see is we hate feeling vulnerable. This is tightly tied to the discomfort barrier, but it kind of is its own entity because vulnerability is rooted in our inability to trust. When you, to use my friend Val's expression, are a control enthusiast and you like being in complete control of your business, there is an element of you not trusting anybody else to be able to run certain aspects of it. Now listen, there are pieces within your business that are all you. Nobody else can do your genius. But there are areas where there are other people who are way smarter and way more efficient at running elements of your business than you. But we don't like to feel that vulnerability of having to pay somebody because let's come back to the money barrier. We don't trust ourselves that there will be enough money to pay them. Yet, if we've hired strategically and we've trusted somebody who's way better at whatever it is that they're hired for than we are, then really they are ultimately responsible for increasing the revenue, which is going to end up paying them. But we don't allow ourselves the discomfort or to feel trust with somebody to be able to take over anything. And so we end up just keeping everything to ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I'm way guilty of this, where I look at a task in front of me and I think, oh my God, I so don't want to do that. And yet I just take it on because I feel like it's going to be easier if I just do it myself. Well, me saying yes to doing it myself is fine in the short term. I probably can pump out whatever it is that's standing in the way. But the reality is, if I keep saying yes to all those little things, I'm saying no to me playing in my genius, which is ultimately going to affect my bottom line. And so yes, it does take some time to build trust with a new employee. When we hire, we onboard slowly, we put everybody on a probationary period, we make sure that there's tangible performance indicators so that they know that they're doing their job. And we know that they're doing their job. And you are going to have to let some people go and you are going to have to hire at some point only if you want to grow. Trust is it's like oxygen in the room. You don't think about it, but then the minute it's gone, it's all you can think about. And there is that vulnerability that has to come if we want to grow. We have to let people in to see the messes that are happening behind the scenes. It's the only way to move forward. You absolutely can grow into multi six figure service based business owner on your own. You will have a really, really difficult time getting above and beyond that if you don't open up and start putting a team in place around you. And when you can manage your money so that you are able to hire confidently and not worry about how you're going to pay them and where that next piece of money is going to come from, then all of a sudden, there's so much in your business that will self correct. The fifth biggest barrier is we live in a reactive state. We live in a reactive state and end up being at the mercy of everyone else around us. We're at the mercy of our email. We're at the mercy of our Facebook messages. We're at the mercy of Instagram. We're at the mercy of our, of our family, of people who need us around us. But the reality is it is possible to work in a proactive state. And no, I'm not going to use the B word of balance, because I don't really believe in it. But I do believe strongly in boundaries. 
We have to have boundaries over our time. We have to block off time where we are not available to our clients. And we've got to train them that we are not at their beck and call 24 hours a day. I double dog dare you to slow down your response rate. It doesn't mean you're being inattentive. It means you're being proactive about being able to show up powerfully so that you can have the biggest amount of impact without having to be a martyr and sacrificing everything else to make that happen. It's your clients who are lucky to be around you. It's your clients who value you and what you're bringing. We don't have to be afraid of the people who hire us. The right people will stay and the wrong people will go away. And when you can show up powerfully day in, day out, because you are taking care of yourself, because you are starting to trust others to take things off your plate, because you are getting to that spot of feeling a little bit of discomfort, and you are coming at your business knowing that you can make what it is that you need, we don't have to be afraid of losing clients. It's as simple as that. Slow down the email response rate. If somebody emails you at 7 p.m. at night, it's okay. They can wait until 8 or 9 a.m. in the next morning. If somebody emails you at 9 a.m. but you have coaching calls all day, they can wait until you're done your coaching calls. They don't have to sabotage and throw off your day when you have deliverables and fulfillment. My friends, we cannot be afraid of our businesses. The sixth barrier that I see is that we often mask excuses as facts. And we do it because we are exhausted or because we feel disempowered. A classic is that nobody buys in the summer. And so what do we do? We don't sell anything over the summer. And so then what happens? Nobody buys from us over the summer. And so then we reinforce that excuse that nobody buys and we think, see, it's fact. I proved it right. Maybe you're busy trying to prove that nobody's going to pay your rate or nobody's going to hire you from a certain sector of work or it's impossible to sell online, or any different excuse. But the reality is, those are just stories that you're telling yourself. And I agree, we may not have evidence to prove it wrong at this moment, but if we look hard enough and we try differently and we do differently, then it's very possible that we can blow that excuse out of the water. It's not a fact. It really isn't. So what excuses are you making that's holding you hostage and keeping you where you are? And the absolute seventh barrier, the final barrier that I want to talk about today is that we're tolerating. Where in your life are you tolerating something that's not serving you? Are you sitting here in your car in traffic, really just wanting to be home? Are you tolerating a pair of shoes that are hurting your feet? Are you tolerating a living situation that's no longer serving you? Are you tolerating a garden that's full of weeds? Are you tolerating a business that isn't selling or producing revenue at a rate that you need in order to sustain you and your life and help you live the life that you want? Identify that spot that you're tolerating and I'm going to double dog dare you to come up with five to 10 solutions to work around it. And you're going to want to go to strategy and you're going to want to go look at your marketing funnel. And yes, 20% of the success is going to be sitting there. What inside you is preventing you from taking the next step and making you not go the distance that you want it to go? Because all of that, my friend, is 100% in your control. Life doesn't happen to us. We do life how we choose. 
everything that we're talking about today, all of the mindset pieces, all of the barriers that I've identified, and there's more, our reaction to these are 100% in our control. And I know that there's going to be story after story, we're going to say, well, I can't control this. I can't control that I owe the CRA this amount of tax. I can't control that this is happening in my house. I can't control that my sales funnel is doing this. I can't control that these people have not bought in your right. There are elements within your business that you cannot control, but what you can control is you and how you show up and what you tolerate or not tolerate and what excuses you make and which excuses you're no longer going to buy. You get to control whether you're going to choose to be reactive or proactive and whether you're going to choose choose to be vulnerable and trust someone else to help you alleviate some pressure on you so you can do more of what it is that you love and what you're good at. You get to choose whether you're going to be okay stepping out of your comfort zone and trying something new. You get to choose how you use your time, what actions you take when you're available to work. We can't choose the school bell to ring at 3.30 or 4 o'clock. It's going to ring when it rings, but we can choose what we have done leading up to 3.30 and how we react when that bell goes. We also get to choose how we approach money. This is 100% in your control. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear which of these barriers are resonating and what is in your control to overcome these barriers so that you can shift to the growth that it is that you desire. Come and join the conversation in the Women of Action group. Come join us at SheilaCummins.com and leave a comment on the blog. Wherever it is that you want to communicate, we are sitting there waiting for you. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Road to 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. To learn more, visit SheilaCummins.com for more support along your road to seven figures and beyond in your business. See you next time.